you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. As a reminder, I'm certainly no expert in dreams or dream interpretation. This is just something that I find super interesting and glad you guys are joining for this little adventure of me researching and chatting about dreams with my friends. (laughs) So speaking of said folks, I've got a couple of guests here today to talk about dream recall. Why don't we start here with some introductions? Hello, my name is Tanya, friend of Miranda. Welcome. I'm the husband. A.K.A. Devin. <laughs> Just keep it as the husband. <laughs> Both uh, fairly regular guests here at All Things Dreams. So thank you both for joining for this episode on Dream Recall. Um, before we get too far along... Um, I wanted to mention that both Tanya and Devin have some pretty different dream call experiences, uh, particularly in the sense that Tanya tends to have much more dream recall and much more memory of her dreams than Devin does. Um, So it's kind of fun that we have both of them here today so we can talk about their different experiences. And with this episode, we're going to get into some of the research around why some people don't remember their dreams as much and why some other folks tend to remember more of their dreams. And if you're someone who's looking to remember their dreams a bit more, we've got some uh, tips and tricks up our sleeves we'll be able to share today. But I thought it would be kind of interesting to hear about the sleep routines of Tanya and Devin. And to give you a sense of what I'm looking for, I'll, I'll tell you what mine is in a nutshell. So I tend to go to bed fairly late, um, after 11 p.m. or so, even on the weekdays. I don't usually get super tired at night, which tends to lead to me staying up later and regretting it more in the morning. But with night, I tend to, as soon as I go to bed, I fall right asleep. And then I've usually set multiple alarms and snooze multiple times before I actually eventually wake up. Um, and get out of bed. And I don't usually listen to like music or read books or listen to iPods before or um, You're on your podcasts. phone before bed every night. I might go on my phone. The so screen is in your face. A screen would be in my face. Okay. Yeah, sure. So I'll check. I might check. I'll check social media or my emails or things like that. Um, but it's not to kind of relax for bedtime. I'm just kind of like, addiction. what's on here? Yeah, no, I'm, it's addiction. just the addiction. <laughs> it's addiction. <laughs> this is the cell phone addiction, and it's real. And we all have it. it. I have it. It is what it, it is. Disagree. But, I'm not, okay, not Devin is not addicted. <laughs> Fair enough. But but I don't, like, read to calm myself down or anything like that. Um, and that's kind of what my routine looks like. That's sort of what I'm curious about for you, uh, for you both. Maybe we'll start with Tanya. Yeah. Um... I love sleeping and I'm always tired. So I try to go to bed sometime between 9.30 and 10 Mm o'clock on most weeknights. Are you successful with that usually? Yeah. That's impressive. But I go to bed to read. Okay. So sometimes I might go at 9. Yeah. But normally by, I'd say, 10 o'clock at the latest. Yeah. I'm in bed, face washed, all that, ready Mm -hmm. for sleep. Then I have my Kindle. So I will read. Sometimes that might be five pages well, mm-hmm. last night, it was two hours. Okay, so you I say, had to finish a book. So when you say I try to go to bed at that time, it's not to sleep at no. that time. It's to bed to start the... I would okay. say sleep is somewhere between 10.30 and 11 most of the time. Gotcha. 
Um, I would say I am asleep by 11 o'clock mm-hmm. most nights. Um, yeah. And then I do set multiple alarms in the morning as well. That doesn't necessarily help. Uh, very sleepy in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure. But most of my dreaming does happen around that time. When you're like falling asleep. When I'm waking up. Oh, between snoozes. And snoozes. Yeah. Right. Cool. What about you, Devin? What does your sleep routine look like? You tell me. You're the one that sleeps next to me. I don't know. I go to bed at the same time Tanya does. You do? 10.30 to 11. You're usually well, still asleep. getting ready asleep. when I fall asleep. Yeah. And I read or I will put on a podcast and pet the kitties. Mm-hmm. And that is it. not a euphemism. He actually has two cats. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, Well, Miranda's not there. She's in the bathroom doing her face. <laughs> So doing her face. Whatever you That's do, face. Like washing Removing my face. Removing your face. Toning my yeah, face. Putting on multiple various creams. It's yes, a lot of work. So process. I go to bed because she's in there an hour. And I I, mean, usually, t- I don't know. No, that's accurate. <laughs> that might be hey, true. Hey, buddy. There's I usually put a show on while hey, I'm doing what? all this. And it might slow down the process a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it takes an extra 45. So while you're doing that, <laughs> I just read or listen to a podcast until I fall asleep. And then I wake up. Whenever anything moves in the room mm-hmm. or anything makes a noise in the room mm-hmm. or if I dream. If you could just hear the cats right now, that would be a sample of something that would wake Devin up in the middle of the night is our cats oh, the screaming wind around. would wake me up. Oh, that was just Astrid. Walter is still here. Yes. Okay. I also would like to note that I sleep with a fan on. Okay. So I have to have white noise to mm-hmm. sleep. I can sleep without it. I prefer not to. Yeah. So once I put the fan on and the white noise is going, I am passed out. Yeah, I'm usually out for the count as soon as I fall asleep. But Devin, not so much. No, you wake me up a lot. Yeah, my bad. Snoring, (laughs) moving. Cats move, I move. Anybody moves, I wake up. Mm -hmm. Is that why I don't dream well? Well, I mean, we're going to get into this a little bit. but a doctor. uh, Not a doctor. (laughs) Not a doctor. But I was curious to hear about what you guys' sleep time routines looked like. Uh, particularly since I, when I, during my research, I found um, some information from this dude called Robert Stickgold, who's a Harvard Medical School sleep researcher. Ooh. Very fancy. Um, and when people ask him why they can't remember their dreams, he generally responds, it's because you fall asleep too fast, sleep too soundly, and wake up with your alarm clock. All of that is bullshit for me. <laughs> All of it. I except, w- well, I guess not. You do, I was going to say except wake up with your alarm mm, clock, you but usually do. you're up before that. I wake up before my alarm clock goes off, and you wake up eight times to your alarm every day. That's possible. Sounds about right for me as well. She had snooze. I'm like, what's the point of the button anymore? You're just just it gives you another eight minutes of sleep. But instead of setting it for thirty minutes before you're gonna wake up, just set it for ten. I like to have the control of being able to be like, no, because I think I'll get up, and then I look at the time and go, yes, Yes, you're right. All that is that is correct. But I did. I also found it was interesting that it said. You fall asleep too fast, which applies to me. Oh, yes. And sleep too soundly, which applies to me and you, Tanya. Yeah, I drug myself And then these wakes days. up to their alarm clock. So those are things that apply very much so to both me and Tanya. And we dream, like, we have, like, a lot of dream recall. And Devin is a... You think it's because of all the drugs? Like, the fact that I have to take melatonin, that's to fall asleep. <laughs> if I want to stay asleep, I take those little blue pills they gave me. Mm-hmm. And those... Make me woozy, so I don't take those too often. I want to be at anything but 100% the next day. So do you think it's because I always have melatonin in my system that I'm not dreaming? I don't 
know. I haven't actually looked into whether melatonin is like a, a suppresses any type of the dream or sleep states that promote dreams. What about the blue ones? They're like an antidepressant. That's all I know. I'm yeah. not taking them for depression. I'm taking they them take, to sleep. They help you sleep. I that's what they gave yeah. me. I don't know. This will be a this will be a, a post a post episode research challenge. <laughs> That is interesting, though. I bet you I'm drugging my brain into not dreaming well. I'm even going to make a note right now. Look up his <laughs> drugs. I mean, that's not that I don't dream. I do, but I just don't remember them for long. I had a nightmare the other night, and I was screaming in the middle of the night, and then I woke up, and you remembered yeah, more than I, I did. I woke you up, and I was <coughs> like, he was making such a weird noise. He was like, Ugh, I was uh, trying to scream in the dream. Uh, and my it was eye very unsettling. <laughs> And I was like trying to, so I immediately tried to wake him up. Yeah. And then I would do the same. I remember him being like, oh my God, I had a nightmare. He was like, why did you wake me up? It was so cool. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't know it was cool. And, he, and then he was like, well, you should not wake me up next time. And then he changed his mind and thought, well, maybe you should just in case. <laughs> but, you don't um, want it to be Freddy Krueger or something. Oh, like yes, that. I do. I don't want it no, to be like, I'm wants, late for work. Yeah, he wants those freaky, scary, creepy dreams that we complain about. <laughs> yeah. Because if I could be in the horror movie, that's outstanding. Yeah, it would, right. be, it would be something. But I don't want to be in like a horror movie or a horror dream where like I've been in a car accident and I can't get out of the wreckage and I'm mm-hmm. panicking. That sounds awful. Yeah. But if it's me, like that time I I'll had the I'll try to distinguish dream, the different like muffled moans of distress between the various types of dreams and we'll we'll try to go from there. But it's it might be a little tricky at first. It's the most exciting part of my life. Well, and I remember hearing your dream and being like, holy crap, that's crazy. And then thinking to myself, I should write this down. And then I was so tired because it was like four in the morning. And I thought to myself, oh, well, one of us will definitely remember the details. And guess what happened? I remember my eye got cut in the dream. Really? Told you that. I didn't remember. That's why I started screaming. So I And the elevator wouldn't open, but so, I don't remember what so building I was in. Kind of creepy because I you literally cut my eye that night. Well, no, no, but I posted <coughs> to uh, Twitter earlier today that I've had two dreams where I've either cut or poked someone's eyes out in the past cut two my months. Eye. It was with a sharp piece of metal on a wall. Okay, it was like a it. okay, it was an accident. Whereas I was with me, I something. was like on purpose taking out people's eyeballs. Okay, so going back to Stickgold, who's that researcher from Harvard that I mentioned. Um, He says that a lot of people remember the dreams from a sleep onset period when the mind starts wandering and dreamlike imagery occurs um, as people drift in and out of sleep. And this process is called hypnagogic dreaming. And I think it's similar to what you were mentioning with between your snoozes, because you're kind of going in and out of sleep. So that can either happen at the very beginning of the night when you're, if you're uh, slow to fall asleep and you kind of come in and out of sleep, some people will remember dreams from that period. Or as Tanya mentioned, between snoozes when you're like almost like getting ready to wake up. Shouldn't kind of I be constantly dreaming? That's, that's another thing too, which I thought, which I was thinking was strange with someone like yourself who's, who wakes up like at such subtle things. It would make sense. Maybe I do dream and I just don't remember No, no, you definitely all. dream. It's, but you should remember is what I'm saying. Mm, I'm not going to write anything down because then I know I'm definitely not going back to that's sleep. That's true. That's a tricky thing for someone who has such a hard not time falling happen. back to sleep. It's probably more important to your overall well-being that you just try to get back to sleep rather than fully waking yourself up to write down the dreams. I, I would, I, I'd agree with that. Mm, I don't write anything down. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. But right. I, sorry, I no, find okay. as well that 
Sometimes I would say that I dream from like 4 a.m. until I wake up. Mm-hmm. Nothing's before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I have a really interesting dream and I wake up, I'll think, well, that's cool. Go back into that. And I can go right back into the dream, which makes me remember it more. Mm-hmm. But if I wake up in the middle of the night and go, whoa, that was cool. and can't remember what it was at all. Yeah. Then it's just gone. Yeah. That makes sense because the moment you're able to kind of refocus on and go into like a state of remembering mode with your dreams, they're much more likely to stick with you like your other memories do compared to just thinking about them and then changing your line of thought to something else or going right back to sleep. And I'm very jealous that you can so consistently go back into the same dreams because there's been lots of times where like I might be vacationing and I've had a massage and I've gone for a swim and it's just beautiful paradise scenario. And then I like wake up and I'm like, no, why? I don't want to go back to work. And then I'll hit snooze and try to go back into it. And it's it's gone. It's just gone. Yeah, you got a movie. You don't need the sequel. That's just extra. I don't even get <laughs> I'm the just movie. being greedy. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, looking over at the grass on Tanya's side of the dream fence and just thinking, hmm, that would be nice. I get that it could be worse. I get mm, that. I don't need to dream. I dream all day. Dream all day? I'm just constantly daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how I'm employable. Maybe you apply <laughs> the dream, the daydreaming to different ideas for inspiring your students. Maybe I use that part of the brain during the day to the point where it needs to rest and it doesn't activate at night. Or maybe you need to apply some of the other tips if you want to do more. What is it going to be? Don't eat fucking milk before bed. (laughs) No. Eat milk. Don't eat milk. (laughs) Eat milk. milk. We freeze it in the house. Milk doesn't come into play, but a good guess. And I'll be interested to hear other guesses here shortly. Uh, Well, he ate fucking mushroom in the Christmas carol. And he said, probably just an undigested bit of beef. And you're like, yeah, I get hallucinations from beef. I mean, dreams me neither, like but I feel like that was a, I don't know. a little while ago that the Christmas Carol was meant to take place. And maybe I'm going to eat raw beef tonight and see if I hallucinate a ghost. I recommend against that. And Too I'm bad. very grateful right now that Too I believe late. all Already ground beef in our house right now is cooked and that that would be very difficult for him to do. So I also agree that that is a terrible decision. Didn't say ground beef. You said ground beef. Right. Did I say ground beef? No, you said beef. I still feel like all the beef in our house is cooked. Moving I have on. some deer meat at home if you want some. Please don't. Oh, we're them. getting a meat pie this Friday. <laughs> well, I'm getting meat pie. He is. He's getting the meat pie and it's going to be delicious and he's going to tell me all about it and I'm going to be jealous. But anyways, we digress. I wanted to mention that that Stickhold, uh, Stickgold, I'm, I'm never going to say his name right, uh, but the guy that is a researcher at Harvard in Guy who's stuff. a researcher at Harvard. <laughs> Look, I, I'm trying. Stickgold. That's how, it's, that's how it's spelled. Anyways, he carried out a study where students were basically in this lab and shortly after entering that like dream state that only takes like 10, 15 minutes to get into, he would wake them up. And every last one of them remembered dreaming in that in that state. But again, that's a situation in which they're woken up and then they're asked right away and things are written down. It's Did you not dream a, last night? Um, yes. Did you dream last night? Yes, but I can't remember them. I don't even know if I did. Like, I don't have any clue if I even dreamed last night. You did. How do you, you likely know? don't remember. Because pretty much everyone dreams unless you have some kind of um, so like just can't damage remember to your anything. brain. Yeah. Do I have damage in my brain no, and that's why I don't be, remember? No, it would be, it would, be, it would have been from sense. some kind of physical trauma that's taken place to you where like your head has been injured and What hurt. about like an emotional but trauma? You, no, but no. what I'm saying is you dream, but... there's been instances of you dreaming 
it would be in a very rare state of some kind of physical trauma to your brain that you wouldn't have any dreams. But you do. We, we've established this. You just don't have a lot of remembering of those dreams. Yeah. But... Anyways, so with that stage, if they fall fast asleep the way that you most people wish that you could, you're not going to remember anything from that part of your sleep cycle, which makes, like you mentioned earlier, Tanya, how you rarely remember anything from the beginning of your night. No. And same with me. And that's probably because like we fall really fast and hard to sleep. And we're both waking procrastinators who dream more between snoozes. <laughs> but Yes. Anyways. I also love dreaming. And yeah, I think part of that too. is... That I just want to go back into the dream and feel cozy there. Yes, I agree. And then sometimes it doesn't work for me so well. But there are a variety of ways in which you can improve your dream recall. And Devin guessed one already, which was either drinking or not drinking milk. <laughs> milk. Really? That, no, no, no. You, you made a guess. I said eating milk. I mean, you have to freeze it first. Okay. That's also not on the list. But I will give you a little bit of context. And then I'm going to ask you guys for <clears throat> what your thoughts are on what some strategies might be. So... Just a few things to keep in mind first. Dreams are incredibly fragile when we first wake up. So if you generally leap right out of bed when you wake up, you're much less likely to remember your dream. And that, I would say, applies to you, Devin. I don't mess around with alarms and No, snoozing. you don't. You're I just haven't like, hit the snooze button in my life. It's time to get up, and away you go. Yeah, he's very responsible, <laughs> unlike myself. But I have to be. My job entails that I'm there it's on time. It's true. You have a classroom late, full of kids. I have nightmares about being late for my yeah, job. Yeah, those are your, those are those Whereas are. Whereas I'm real. consistently late for my job, and that is my New Year's resolution to not be late anymore. Are you late? You're late all the time for everything. Mm-hmm. But I also stay late, and if I have a That's meeting at asked. work, <laughs> and if I have a meeting at work, I'm on time for that. I am the for same the mo- for the for the most part. Sometimes I'm not. yes. <laughs> are you late? <laughs> I stay late. So yes. <laughs> what I'm basically doing is sidestepping Do the question and are noting that overall late... my work gets more hours of me than the average Joe. Are people who are late for work going to dream and remember them more? Do a tally. Do a so poll. I did 2,000 hear, participants. I did hear on the radio that people who are perpetually late tend to be very optimistic people. And that can feed into them being late is because they can be optimistic about what they can get done before it's time to go. And they're like, oh, yes, I definitely have time to do this. And usually we don't have time for that thing. Isn't that just called being naive? No, they said optimistic. And I feel <laughs> you like that has a less like negative connotation But if you're like, it. yeah, it'll be fine. You're not really worried about weighing any costs of your decision. No, you but just I like to maximize my time. And if I'm, in and, bed? And I don't like, no, 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 in life. Yeah, so I'm going to stay in bed until the last minute that I can so that yeah, I have time to get ready. Mm, I disagree like, because I you're late, so you're staying past the time when you should be getting out no, of No, 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 no. But even on the days I'm not late, it's okay. there is a time that I say I can stay in bed until then I'm going to be late. But mm-hmm. if I get up before that time and get ready, I have time. But I don't eat breakfast at home. I don't dilly-dally at home. I know people who will get up and read the paper and have a coffee. <laughs> if I'm getting up... She watches the two hours of television. I mean, no. But An I hour. do watch television as I'm getting ready. When I'm getting up, bed. I'm going from bed to shower to, like, close to out the door. Oh, I wake up at 6.50 and I'm gone by 7.20. Easy. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's pretty efficient in the morning. But... So on the flip side, if you, on the flip side, if you don't get a bed right away, but instead, if you wake up and lie in bed for a bit and even like keep your eyes closed while you're waking up for a bit longer to take that time to think back on your dreams. And if you can remember them, you're much more likely to be able to. 
versus as soon as you're awake, just kind of opening your eyes, darting awake, getting out of bed or opening your eyes and listening to a podcast or opening your eyes and putting a show on like anything that you can delay the next step of your day and just focus and reflect <laughs> on the dream state and what might come to you will definitely increase your chances for dream recall. So if you are interested in being proactive with remembering more of your dreams, <coughs> there are a lot of different things that can be done to help with this. And I found 10 specific tips that are little actions and strategies that can be applied. Um, Devin's guess was either drinking or not drinking or drinking or eating or not eating milk. Eating. <laughs> Eating or not eating milk. I have confirmed that is incorrect. But um, there it are... Sounds right to me. But, but there's lots of other things that you can do. Any guesses as to what those might be? Yeah. Yeah? Like what? Nothing milk related. <laughs> Shit. Churn butter before bed. That's no, be I can confirm thing. dairy products are not. What? Write down this in list. a dream journal. That doesn't count. Yeah, that is something. Well, I was yeah, obviously. Say, write it down. Yep. So basically, it's recommended that, that you always have something handy for writing down your dreams when you wake up. That could be your phone. That not could be a happen. pen and paper. That could be a recording <laughs> device. You don't have to write it down. I think if you sleep in the bed with someone else, they might may not love the strategy of you waking up at 4 a.m. and being like, dear dream diary, <laughs> this entry that I am currently recording, this is what happened. They may, that relationship may not last very long. But if you subtly write it down, if you have a little, usual light on your phone or like I email it to myself sometimes, um, which tends to be a strategy that works well for me. I put um, it in my notes. In your notes. In your I have a notes, which is just ah. dreams after dreams after dreams that I keep track just for you, Miranda. I love it. And because I find it fascinating. <laughs> so that is one of the items on the list. So good job, Devin. Any other thoughts on strategies to promote dream recall? For me, I don't know if this is on the list, but yeah. it's like focusing on the dream and just like remembering one part which then mm -hmm. makes me remember another part and continuing yep. Yep. but having that morning like reflection like because I'm just laying there it's mm -hmm. like that was a cool dream this happened this happened this happened and like yep. relaying the sequence of yep. it and I think that that also goes hand in hand with the writing it down because yeah. once you write it down it becomes more solidified in your memory as well not just the actual like writing of it like you have record but it also helps to imprint it on your memory yeah and that's the same thing that happens when you tell a friend about it or mm -hmm. when you really focus on the details and start to give it that undivided attention yeah so i think that those kind of go hand in hand mm -hmm. any other thoughts don't eat before bed especially milk <laughs> Just had to. She said slip no dairy. Um, I can probably relate that a little bit to one, and that is well, it's really not at all what you said, but it's it's the suggestion is to make your room just for sleeping. So to get rid of distractions like televisions, books, iPods, phones, etc. So that when you go into your room, it's just focused on sleep. That's to fall asleep. How is that to remember a dream? It helps to get you in the mentality of focusing on your dreams rather than other distractions. I do a pretty good job of that. I don't go on my phone before bed too often. But you listen to your Podcast. podcasts, which is part of that. You're going to bed for something other than sleeping. But that makes me fall asleep. Yes. And so the suggestion said ADHD. if you use these things to go to sleep, it recommends to go get some exercise before bed to help tire yourself out. 
and to go for a walk after supper. So I really focus on the walk after supper when you said not eat before bed, which I, like I said, it wasn't super related, but I just kind of stuck it in there. Um, but that's one of the recommendations as well, because this isn't, this is recognizing there's a lot of things that you can do that might not seem like they would help you to remember your dreams, Podcasts. but they do. Podcasts are messing me up. They might be. But my brain doesn't shut off. So like if I go to bed without anything to focus on, I stare at the wall until four. That's just it. I've like, done it so many times that I'm these, tired of it. These are strategies to help you remember your dreams. But if it's at the expense of you sleeping, then yeah, choose sleep. Choose sleep. I do. <laughs> I, I, I think you should keep sleep. doing that. Walter is circling. Uh, does it say about temperature of the room at all? It doesn't. Hmm. I was just curious. But I think if you if you have your room like way too hot and you can't sleep. Yeah. That probably way wouldn't too be cold, very helpful. Probably like to have a comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know one that I thought was kind of funny. And it was to drink three big glasses of water. Yeah. I was gonna see if you'd say milk, but <laughs> <laughs> that's too much dairy. Yeah. So drink three big glasses of water before you go to bed. That mm-hmm. means you piss all night. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. So if you're oh, so if you're going like in and idea. out of sleep, it could help you wake up after a REM cycle because if your body needs to go pee, it's more likely to make you do that when your body's naturally finishing up a REM cycle, and that's when you're more likely to remember your sleep. And it sounds it looks like Tanya has something yes, to say. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so either I have to pee in the dreams and I have my mm-hmm. strange pee dreams mm-hmm. where the bathroom floor is flooded pee dreams. or the toilets are too dirty and I really have to use the bathroom or there's no doors and I really have to use the bathroom and I can't. So those are fun dreams. And then I wake up and realize I have to use the bathroom. Um, I've gotten shot in my stomach in dreams and had pains because I had to mm-hmm. pee really badly. So a lot, some of my dreams where something pain. is happening Actually to my body, to they go body to experience. that and they will wake me up. I'll go pee and then go right back to bed. I do drink a lot of water before bed. All right. So that's one tie in. I drink a lot or a couple of water ties all in the things time. that Tanya does. But you don't tend to have to wake up to go pee. No, you don't wake up when I wake up to go to the okay. bathroom. Fair enough. <laughs> I wouldn't say I do it multiple times in a night, but maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. And I'd be about the same. Mostly so, on the weekends. I drink more because yeah. I'm up later. Yeah. But there's other tips that won't necessarily <laughs> compromise how much sleep you get. And this is one of them. And it's something that won't cost you a penny. And it's very, very easy to do. Not that a bunch of water is going to cost that, you a bunch of money. Do I have to give up sleep for it? No. So this one is just to repeat to yourself that you want to remember your dreams. And Devin, I can already see him thinking of this as being hokey pokey. This isn't too much for me. So, no. But when you think about the lucid dreaming. It I never yep. works for me. <laughs> so. Not for you, but it's worked mm-hmm. for other people. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not me. talking about other people. I'm talking about me. It's yeah, not going to yeah. work for me. My, so, my, my mind is, I don't think I could be hypnotized. All of that stuff I think is bullshit. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to convince myself of it. And probably not all of these will work for everyone. And I think you do need to probably give some type of like acceptance acceptance of this strategy for it to work potentially. I don't know. Maybe not. But I'll uh, break this down a little bit more. Uh, Not a doctor. I'll break it down a little bit more. So ideally, you're saying this out loud. So I want to remember my dreams. You're saying this out loud, but you can also say it in your head if you prefer. If you're embarrassed, you don't want anyone else to hear. That's an option too. But it says to say it when you are getting ready for bed, after you lay down, and also as you're starting to to like drift into sleep. Don't just let yourself fall asleep. Actually keep saying over and over again, 
I want to remember my dreams or remember as I fall dream. asleep. Yeah, I don't remember fall asleep. falling asleep because it's usually drug induced. <laughs> Those yeah, blue fine. pills but kick if, in and I lose track of, it, of where I am for about 20 yeah, minutes. But and then uh, if you're thinking of it, try to do that. <clears throat> and this is another one, which you could definitely do, Devin, which you're definitely not going to do because of your personality, mm-hmm. is to actually take a piece of paper and write, I want to remember my dreams. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. And then fold it up and put it, put under, it under your, your pillow. pillow. Yes. Yes. Y'all are not even thinking in the world of science anymore. You have gone off the rails. Do you want me to rub sage on my eyelids too while no, I'm at no, it? Like, it's what? not about that. It's about being in the mentality so for it. So the, the person from Harvard says, I know this sounds ridiculous, but it actually helps. <laughs> I it's just, the same as if you get up and you're like, today's going to be a positive day. I'm not and you're more likely to look it. at the positive yeah. aspects. This is in that scenario, I think. Exactly. And it's not something that will necessarily work the very first time you try it. But they said to do that and repeat it on a regular basis. And it can Just help get you in notes. a right mental mental state. Collect the notes. Please do. I would really love that, Devin. <laughs> I find I remember my dreams more as well. If it is a similar or a familiar location. Yeah. So I have a dream mall, a mm. dream street where I grew up. Okay. A dream beach. None of these places are real. Mm-hmm. But so when I go to these places more often, I remember them more often. Because they feel like there's more of a existing foundation for yes, them to exactly. kind of latch on to. So when I have, when I'm at the mall. Mm-hmm. The dream mall. The dream mall. <laughs> it'll be me waking up being like, oh, cool, the dream mall. So even if I go back to sleep and not necessarily remember, it'll be like, right, the dream mall. What happened there? And then it starts to slowly come back. Yeah. But it's more that connection to it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. This is weird because I tend to remember a lot more about being alive than you do. <laughs> yeah. Like in your waking life. Just in details. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. true for me because I have a really weird that's true. long-term yeah. memory. So there's no, no correlation. Maybe they're not overdoing it in the real world and they're just... <laughs> Can't do it. I don't think so. Yeah. But you, yeah, you and Tanya both have much more like of a knack for remembering facts and information than I do big time. But I'm more like Tanya in terms of dream recall. But good try. Gotta find patterns here. (laughs) Keep looking. Here's another, here's another note. And it says, don't go to bed until you're tired. So. I'm always tired. (laughs) Okay. So that's not an issue for you. Tired right now. Check, check, check. Another one is to relax and try to disengage from your everyday stress. So there's a lot of different ways that people can do that. Um, they can hang out with friends, go on a date, get a massage, read, read. a book. Yeah, read a book, have a bath, uh, do yoga, drink some herbal tea. There it is. There's the hippie medicine. Have sex. <laughs> These are. All- is there anything about remembering certain types of dreams more than other dreams? I didn't find anything on that okay Um, i remember the ones where i get hurt because i wouldn't remember like a very mundane dream see i totally would all my dreams are really Mm -hmm. weird yeah but those are the ones i remember yeah and they're pretty so you have a pattern in terms of remembering crazy things and interesting things and fascinating things and not mundane whereas devin has a pattern of remembering the mundane no, I don't. I no? just know I have them. Oh. <laughs> I only okay. remember four or five dreams in my whole life. One is that wrestling one. Yep. One is one stuck on an island. One is a clown outside my house in Nelson. Your throat getting slit? That was the one in the woods. Oh, okay. And then... The dinosaur. The Cloverfield monster at the party. 
I can't think of any other than this last one, but I don't remember anything about it other than my eye got cut and I was trying to get in an elevator that didn't work. Hmm. So I don't really, I mean, they might be talking about something and something clicks, but I have no recollection of anything. I've got those five dreams and none of those are mundane. Next time I wake you up from a horror from a horror dream, I'm gonna have to write it down because don't turn the light on though, because then I okay, can't I'll, get back I'll to do sleep. the same thing I do for mine, which is write them down on my cell phone without the light on. I just want one dream where I'm a fucking Ghostbuster. Anything. <laughs> so there is some suggestions and strategies out there too to try to have dreams about specific things. So maybe that's something I can look at in a future episode. So another suggestion is to always get up at the same time. Any thoughts on why that might be helpful? So you're not late for work? (laughs) No, but that's helpful for life. So what I mentioned before was by drinking the water, it can help you wake up kind of when your body naturally wants to. So if you can start to get into a natural rhythm and waking up at the same time that your like your body's naturally inclined to do that, you're more likely to be waking up after your REM cycle as opposed to just getting up a bunch of different times and sometimes being at a good time and sometimes not being at a good time for remembering your dreams. That makes sense. Does it say to go to bed at the same time as well? Um, I don't have that as part of what I found for this specific research, but I have looked at that in terms of getting a good sleep and like yeah. being good for your body. Mm-hmm. It probably does actually, because if you want to be being consistent, consistent. yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just weren't that specific. So this is another one that um, is relevant for something I avoid. And it says don't nap um, because it goes against the body's natural way of sleeping and can mess with your sleep cycles again. I don't nap, not for that reason. It's just because I'm a not a responsible napper. I fall asleep really easily, including naps, but I just don't want to get up. So I'll end up like binging on a nap and it's not healthy. I'll be like, I argue, you oh, nap. here's my five hour nap. <laughs> I would argue you nap up five, six times every morning. Fair enough with my snoozes. It's the same thing. I also find if I'm napping, it's because I'm tired enough and I immediately go into dreams Mm -hmm. and then I don't know what's dream or what's real, which has happened to Miranda and I (laughs) very recently where I was napping. She came in to wake me up and that is not what I remember because it was in a dream state. Yes. So I went to wake Tanny up from a nap because we were going to this thing for a friend's wedding and... She was napping and I was like, oh, I don't want to wake her up right away and then her not get a long enough nap. And then I started feeling like maybe she had napped too long and maybe she didn't have an alarm set and I started to panic. So I went in and was just like, Tanya, time to wake up. And there was no response. And I was like, oh, I can give her a little bit more time. And then the second time I went in, I was like, Tanya, you really have to get up now. Like there's not a lot of time to get ready. And then... She responded to me, but didn't remember that that was actually a waking response. No, I thought it was a dream I had where she was standing over my bed yelling at me to wake up because I was ruining the wedding uh, because I needed to go. So then I snapped out completely awake and was like, whoa, weird dream. And like went to the washroom, started getting ready, yelled down and go, I had a weird dream. And you came in my room to wake me up, which I I hear. I did. That wasn't a dream. But your version of it was My version of worse. it. Yes. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, they do say if you do nap, then try to apply some of the other strategies to yes. promote dream recall. But that avoid it if you can, even if it means like going for a brisk walk or something to kind of give you a little bit more boost and get you through until nighttime. So there's just two more strategies left. And one of them we've already kind of talked about. 
how me and Tanya are really bad with, and that's using an alarm clock to wake up and then snooze, 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 snooze. snooze. It's not the snooze part that they criticize. It's actually the waking up with an alarm clock. Because when you do that, it like jolts you out of your sleep and it can kind of pull you out of the uh, dream like too abruptly. And if you wake up immediately after the alarm goes off and just go about your day, then you're much less likely to remember. But because me and Tanya <laughs> use the snooze, we do more of the in and out. So I think we yep. still get the dreams. We do. So take that. And one last item is... Um, snoring issues can get in the way of dream recall ah. because they can prevent you go. from sleeping. What? You snore all the time. Okay, I snore. I didn't say I didn't. That keeps me from dreaming. Mate, that actually could be a thing. If I'm I'm deep enough of a sleeper that my own snoring doesn't bother me, but you're not a deep enough sleeper. So. I argue this. No, actually, the snoring doesn't really keep me up. Oh, I also find word. I don't dream if I'm not at home. <laughs> and I've recently started to dream... At my parents, but I go there now so frequently oh. that I can dream there and I can dream at home. You're as comfortable. Yes, or the ones I remember. If I'm dreaming in other places, mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't found a huge correlation there, but I do find that when I'm like, if I'm away for work or something like that, I'll wake up and kind of get startled because I don't know where I am. Yes. And I'll kind of have that freak out moment of like, where am I? I'm lost. Yeah. But usually I'll still remember my dreams I think in those scenarios. But anyways, a quick recap of the 10 ways to help promote dream recall. Drink three big glasses of water. Repeat to yourself that you want to remember your dreams before you go to bed. Make your room just for sleeping. So get rid of those distractions. Don't go to bed until you're tired. Relax and disengage from your everyday stress. Have something handy to write down um, your dreams when you wake up. Always get up at the same time. Avoid napping. Address snoring issues. And don't use an alarm clock for waking up every day. I will say that you probably have to live a pretty bougie lifestyle <laughs> to be able to apply I all would of these love things. to not wake up to an <laughs> alarm like, every day. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what Christmas is going to be. Oh, my I word. I cannot wait. <laughs> So, before we wrap up this episode, I do have a few dream facts. Dream. Dream. Facts. Boom. What did you think? It's not good. It's not good. We were missing the bass, Devin. Dream facts. I don't sing. Well... The first dream fact item I have is actually pulling out of an archive of a past episode because it was just way too related to today's episode not to use it. And that is, on average, people forget what percentage of their dreams within five minutes of waking yeah. up. Tanya, I, I you look like this one recently. I was like, you look like you have something to say. I listened to it not that long ago, but I cannot remember. I think it's like. The first five minutes. The first the first five minutes is something like fifty or seventy percent. Fifty percent. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. But then what happens after ten minutes? Then it's even smaller. I think it's like eighty percent or ninety percent. Ding 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 ding. People forget ninety percent within yes. ten after ten minutes. So that just really further emphasizes the need to. Take the time and write down your dreams. I feel like there's some that I have, but I'm like, wow, this is way too crazy. Of course, I'll remember this. There's no way I'll forget it. 
And then I remember nothing. Yeah. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. So based on what we discussed, um, I think some of the tips help out with this. What time of the week are you more likely to remember your dreams? Weekends. Why do you say that? Probably more alcohol in the systems. <laughs> it's funny that you should say that because you are right, but you are wrong for the reason. The reason... Um, I would say it's that you don't have to set an alarm. Like, there's less stress. Mm -hmm. So, so yes. For those reasons, yes. <coughs> but I also want to mention that when I was doing the research... Not only did it say three big glasses of water before going to bed, Chew it on also milk. no, it also specified not alcohol because alcohol is actually a REM cycle suppressant, so it can prevent you from having as many of those really vivid dreams. What about the cannabis? Now that that's legal in a that one or two also countries. can suppress it's, your dreams. Yes. And but not, um, I get them mixed up, THC and what's the other CBD. One? CBD. THC <laughs> is a suppressant. CBD is CBD not. CBD is not. <laughs> okay. And people who are chronic smokers, if they stop marijuana, there's lots of, I've read people mm -hmm. have crazy dreams at first. Interesting. Because their body is like, oh, yes. so I, I should so start smoking relate. pot. And I do it every day, and then, and then stop, stop, and, and, stop. and then watch the dreams roll in. I don't see any but lose the there. There's a win-win in my books. But the thing with that is, just because you're having more dreams doesn't mean, mean you're, you're going to have them. more dream recall. Yeah. But good thinking. And I have one more dream fact that is less relevant to this episode and more relevant to the fact that we're approaching Christmas and the New Year's and... Hooray! Hooray, hooray. Tanya's wearing her super glitzy, glimmery sweater oh, and God. a festive pin. It is John McClane uh, saving Christmas at Nakatori Plaza. So a super popular Christmas movie of Die Hard, which doesn't at all get people contentious about whether or not that's a Christmas movie or not. Not at all. Everyone agrees. <laughs> Alrighty, so... What type of dreams do you think are the most common over the holidays? Ooh. Fighting. Car accident. Car accident dreams? Family dreams. Like fighting with your family. Mm -hmm. Getting a little bit warmer. Okay. Burning the turkey. Eating Burning the turkey. <laughs> I love how specific this is. <laughs> I will say that the actual answer is much broader. Oh, okay. Um, Losing your teeth. That's also very specific, but... I would say they're happier dreams because people... Not everyone. Mm -hmm. I know that Christmas is very stressful for a lot of people, but a lot of people, it's a break from your mm -hmm. life and a stress relief mm -hmm. and having some time off. Yeah. But I would say happier. I would have also thought happier... But that was not the answer. Oh, all <laughs> so, right. So it's basically like the holidays can be rough for some. Yeah. And grief dreams, especially dreams about deceased loved ones, tend to be the most common types of dreams over the holidays. Interesting. And I think... And when I thought about it more, I could it makes see sense that because, because it's so family fixated. Yes. And, and if you have lost people, that might be like it's a time the to emptiness think about of them. them not around or, or yeah, like the, the time to reflect upon them and wish that they were or mm -hmm. hope. Anyways, all of those different things, I could see that result in having grief dreams and dreams about past loved ones. Interesting. Even though that was not at all what I was expecting or what I would have guessed, <laughs> but... Anyways, so that was the last dream fact. And because it's almost Christmas and I have no shame, I have a little something extra in store for listeners after this episode. 
I've made a dream recall meditation that's about seven minutes and it helps to apply that de-stressing and relaxation that helps promote dream recall. So I'll be releasing that shortly as well to be an extra gift or treat or present for the holidays and hope you enjoy. Anyways, on that note, have a great evening or day or whatever time of day it is for you and enjoy the holiday season. Bye. Bye. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.